Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, we have another incredible guest joining us today, Lydia Martel Coates. Thank you for joining us today. How are you today, Lydia? Such a pleasure to have you. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Dallas. It's really a pleasure to be here, actually, to finally see you. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a little bit of a backstory here. So just to explain for our audience, you are in marketing, Christian marketing, and your, your firm is called Jesus Revolution Marketing. And you've actually helped a lot of people join our podcast and be interviewed artists, Christian artists. And so thank you for joining us. Finally, we get to have you on the show and get the heart behind the marketing service and the things that you've been doing. So if you could just tell us a little bit about who you are, how you became a Christian, and then we'll go from there. Yes, yes, thank you. It's really great not to be an icon anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I got actually it started from the story of my dad, my fate. So my dad was really, um, you know, you can be saved but still struggling with how you're acting and so on. So when I was 20 years old, my dad passed from a bear to a teddy bear. That's really the best explanation I can give, you know, if I can mm-hmm. give story, you know. After this transformation, it was the first time my dad told me he was proud of me. You know, I was seeing things. My dad was giving kisses on the forehead of my mom. So this huge shift in his life, this 180, at first you don't believe it. You know, you believe it's going to be because of drug or whatever other reason may come. But when it's been a year that this transformation is all holding on so strong and you still see the peace in him I started to reflect like maybe this Jesus is actually like the answer to the peace inside of me because even though I was really successful on the outwardy appearance you know so I got scholarship I was in the best university in HSE Montreal I went to France to study you know I traveled in a lot of different countries so people were we're looking up. I was in newspaper, but I was still super empty. So it's only after seeing this and my dad and I started kind of like humbling myself, like on my own terms, in my own ways, I'm not able to do it. So when I did that and I give everything to Jesus, 100%, so not just 10%, it really brought bridges between my heavenly father, but also my dad, my earthly dad. So it became really something so strong in me that, wow, this Jesus, this God can actually reconcile family. It can actually shift things around. And it really became my ongoing journey that I want more families to have the same thing. Wow. And how old were you when you made this decision in your life? 
I was 21. So it took me a year. Uh, yeah, so 21. So I know I look young, but it's been like seven years. Yeah. So growing up, I mean, after making this decision, right, those seven years from then and now, what do you think has been the biggest thing that you've learned through this process of transformation? Because I know it's a process. It's not just one and done. Yeah. Now you know everything. Now you're going to be perfect, right? So what was that process like for you? Uh, for me, I'm so blessed that I got mentors in my life. So I was in Singapore doing an internship. Um, you know, I was going to church depending on the hours I was waking up. And I was still clubbing. I, I was a Christian, but I was still clubbing because I was walking in the light. I was walking. You know, I was, I knew, I understood, you know. And I, I'm really thankful for this woman that just said, you're telling me that you're a Christian. So let me tell you what the Bible say, because that's what you need. That's your standard. Mm -hmm. That's your, your book, your manual. And she just put the verses. She'd never judge me. She never said, but she said, you need one community. You cannot just go around and do your thing. So there are people like that, that have spoken life in me. And, you know, I could have decided to go on my own and do, but I was always, I had a heart. I wanted more. I was like, oh, you're right. God, I'm sorry. I have sinned, you know, I've mm -hmm. sinned against you. I want all my ways to acknowledge your ways. And no, I'm no longer clubbing today, if you're wondering. Yeah, come you know. on, amen. So, amen. <laughs> so, you know, so for me, it was really this this cleansing and, yeah, getting to know that it's not my dad's fate, it's my fate, you yep. know. So I went into five different, I'm not preaching one denomination or the aunt, but five different, what's my view what mm -hmm. am I standing on? Because Jesus is my rock, not my dad's rock, you know? So that was too big thing. So get, take the correction and listen to the wisdom from older people when they're saying something to you. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. Thank you for bringing that back and, and reminding us of those two points. Cause I think those <laughs> are valuable points, right? Yes. This morning I was reading a little bit of the scripture. I think it was in Matthew where I read, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven. Yes. And so it made me think, you know, going back, like, even though I went to church and I wasn't following the commandments of God, will I, will the Lord look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servant? Probably not. It's not just the, the attendance that is the salvation, right? It's the repentance and transformation, turning away from your sins and living a new life, a renewing of the mind, right? Those are the things that we need accompanied to yeah. the salvation. And so I, this morning I was grateful that I had that revelation years ago as well. Like I can't keep doing the things that I'm doing and call mm -hmm. myself a Christian. And so thank you for highlighting that for our audience today. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're hearing this today, be inspired to that because I think that's a, a huge call to continue to be transformed. So let's go into your marketing business a little bit. So when did you start this and what was the inspiration? So um, I was a missionary in Sweden. So right after my master, it was okay. I cannot speak Swedish. I don't really want to go back to Canada. And my pastor was like, he always said you wanted to be a missionary, you know? So I became a missionary in a church. Um, and from there, you know, as I did the master also in marketing just before, prior, it became supernatural for me just to be pastor. Let me do the poster. They are like, mm -hmm. <laughs> my eyes are bleeding. I'm joking, but half joking, you know. Um, and it just started after a year, I became in charge of the whole communication, the marketing section. And this is where a mentor and a pastor met me and they said, you're talented in this. We believe you should just move ahead and start this. 
in this process also in that here we have a band. I've been in this church. Um, so it's an international church with 23. And we believe that some people were called, you know, for real full time in music. But it was like, okay, how do we help them to move ahead? So they have given me also this um, this portion and this is where I've learned and this is where it functioned for them and they give me their friend so right away it kind of brought together I was trained you know on a secular university but also went in faith so combine everything I did for his glory because as I said my testimony it didn't end there mm -hmm. I'm still living it in everything I do in the business and trying to help you know as you're saying um, you know, it made me think also of the talent. You can do the same thing, you know, when you're going to arrive in front of God and he's giving you, you're supposed, maybe mm -hmm. you're supposed to stay backward, everyone. Maybe you're supposed to be on stage. But, yeah. you know, but if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, God is not going to say, well done. And it's in this mindset also of me coming and helping you to be where you're supposed to be, not where you want to be. But mm -hmm. where God wants you to be, your God-given dream, because can be two different things if her mind is not transformed. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Introducing the enchanting Faith Grow Children series by Jay Koatek. Dive into timeless tales of Bible heroes and heroines, where faith, friendship, and kindness light the way. Join us on an adventure through vibrant landscapes with captivating stories and colorful illustrations. These books inspire the best in young hearts. Start your journey today. Find yours by searching Faith Grow Children series on Amazon today. Discover the transformative journey of Unwavering Hope by Rhonda Mincy. This powerful book illuminates the profound impact on hope in navigating life's biggest challenges. Drawing from personal experiences and everyday heroes, Rhonda offers practical strategies for growth. Embrace hope, cultivate faith, and find resilience. Buy this book now on Amazon and embrace your own journey to unwavering hope. Wow. And so you take the artist who doesn't exactly know all the details of what they want to do, how they want to push their, their product or their music, their content, right? And then you help them do it in a biblical way. Is that kind of what you're saying there? You kind of actually just yes. explain it for us. I feel like you can, you can do a much better job than me. So no, please tell no, us a little you bit did, about how you that did works. really well. You did really well. Yeah, the first class, you know, I always start with, you know, I don't want to be a stumbling block with the artist. I want to be mm -hmm. the the right hand, you know, the one helping them. And I'm like, okay. Where do you envision yourself? What is really your dream? You know, I don't want them to talk to me about numbers. I want like, okay, I want to write music for movies. I want, you know, I, you know, you can put it rather like if you're an author, you know, I want people to get saved through my book. Or I want people you to be better dads. You know, I want people that went out of depression. I would just give um one inside information to explain maybe with uh uh, a story for instance um yeah so it's going to be like a sad one at the same part so my mom went to heaven uh last year and when she did I was really listening to Anne Wilson and her song because she was explaining uh, if you don't know Anne Wilson she lost her brother when she was 16 
and she was explaining how she went through. So she wrote a book. She wrote, so, you know, so everything she literally, how Jesus has helped her through it. It was so clear. So they have received, I believe that artists have received, artists, authors, they have received divine message. Mm -hmm. And it's not only for Christian. And we, as people, as believers, non-believer, we need to hear it. And that's where we come in. We help them because we have different gifts. We are a body of Christ. We can come in to reach out to the right one. I mean, imagine yourself, you know, that like you come in heaven and you see like, well, those people, let's say it's depression that you've come through. And all of those people that have passed through depression, they're like, yeah, I've listened to your song or I've read your book. And it's helped me meet Jesus through it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my goal. That's like, <laughs> that would Incredible. be amazing. If I was going to hire a marketing person to work with my music or my content, if it's if I'm an author, as you're saying here, I would pick someone like you because it's not just about the numbers to you. It's not just about what's my cut of this royalty of the book that's being sold or you know the music that's being produced, whatever it is. You're talking about purpose. And I think that speaks so much greater than the numbers. Yeah. Purpose will continue to go on and on and on. The numbers, they're here today and gone tomorrow. Somebody won't listen to your music maybe next year, but the purpose can be there. You're writing music for the right purpose. And I think that's so incredible that you're helping people find that out and, and release their gift to the world that they, they've been given, right? Yes. No, that's 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 really true. But I mean, it has not always been like that. You know, I just to humble myself, and not, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> I remember it was a time I was talking with an artist and that's what I was saying. You know, you're going to get like this amount of fans and you get like this amount of likes and, you know, and I felt so off. I was really crying to Jesus. I was like, I'm speaking the same way I would speak to a secular. I'm like, this cannot be mm -hmm. like, you know, this, I was like, this cannot really be biblical. And I don't, want to do that i've not been through all of this process to come here and do this and i was like jesus give me and after that's where it really came so strong in my heart like it's it's a spiritual revolution we're mm -hmm. here you know like in other words marketing is evangelism you know like you can see even brother i brought have heaven as an example but you know you, we have the tools today that if someone wants to commit suicide, that your song can pop up in the Google mm -hmm. search. I mean, let's see brother. That's, you know, I'm saying this, but I'm also like, I would like everyone. I'm inviting more, you know, let's be bold for Jesus. You know, we don't, we don't know when that's the Bible, what it says. We don't know when the time is. And I don't want to face Jesus and be like, I could have done more. And I didn't. I gave it. you the gifts. I gave you the talents. I gave you the yes. wisdom and the understanding to do this. But why didn't you? Right. Wow. Correct. That's so good. And so how do Correct. you get that message out there positively with all the distractions in the world? There's so many negative messages, so many secular messages that are being pushed out there. How do you compete with this? Well, I mean, first we went to know like what's the artist you know like for instance if i'm more comfortable in front of youtube for instance you know i would be so what is the artist comfortable with to do to naturally do it because it's not 
or work, you know, you should do it out of love. So what you're you're able to do. And from there, we're helping and we're going to build. How we're putting it forward, I, I believe prayer is also the answer. There's many different ways you can do this, but it's like the right strategy for the right person. I mean, it sounds maybe broad, but as an example, a company, a startup, they have printed 30,000 stickers and they have stickers everywhere. And that's how it was. So, you know, so let's go out of the cocoon or like the box, if you prefer. Maybe that's just me saying cocoon and nobody knows what it means. Mm -hmm. And let's do what exactly. So it's to, to me, in order to move forward, you have to move to your knees in order to know together. Wow. Because it is also to build one one more thing in this, you know. My pastor, that's not even from me. So don't quote me in that one. So it's from my pastor. You may have the biggest character. Let's say a big ball, you know, but you have a really, a big talent, sorry, and a really small character. One day it's, it's going to go down. Even if I do my job in marketing, but if you have a small talent, but a huge character, no matter what's happening, you're going to hold and you're going to stand firm. So in your character and no matter what's happening in the interviews and things, your focus will always remain Jesus. And no matter the voice, we're going to be able to cut through. Wow. That's amazing. That's an amazing story, an amazing analogy to help understand too. Wow. Tell us some success stories of some people that you've worked, you've worked with, some artists or authors or yeah, we can we can start with the the first one when we started. Um, actually, so it was uh, it was a, an album that uh, the church did um, after two years. Uh, in terms of even if we don't believe uh, its number, but to give the analogy, they could not get higher five thousand. They were like, "What is this? You know, we don't we cannot put." And this is where it was the first time I started praying for more. Um, yeah, but just a parenthesis before I move forward, I think we need to define also success. Very because true. because if success is everybody should be on stage, but you're not called on stage, that's not a success. Just like little parenthesis here. You know, because in the example I was about to give, I believe that this person is called in full time to go there. So this applies to his case. But if you're called to write songs for others and you're always behind, then your success star would be how many songs have been. You know, if you're called to write songs for or write a book for a certain specific and it never gives you any money, but this one person have read it, that you have succeeded. Yeah. So the like put success not in a worldly view but in a view of what god has has given you so let me go back to him so in in that case we've managed in a month to make seven times higher than what they did so in a way that because it's his calling and he was really gifted in going out and printing it we just have opened the floor for him to share but it was his gifting he was ready in terms of character so even though it's all of this, you have work to do also prior. It's not only like paying for someone to do. It's also why you do it. Like Anne Wilson, I'm going back to her. Mm -hmm. She started singing at the funeral of her brother. 
I mean, like she wanted to be an astronaut and everything was put forward because her heart was like, God, if, you know, I can help people with what I've went through, I want to do it. That's the heart I'm talking about. Mm. And that's to me success. And she won prices after, but that's not, to me, the success was the heart at the beginning. Wow. That's, I think that's a great point for all of us to take in perspective. What is success? for me because success can look different yeah. for many people according to the calling that you have right everybody can't be on stage then we wouldn't have anybody listening right so i mean <laughs> I, I definitely understand what you're saying by that it makes total sense so only you can be the yeah. best you that you can be nobody else can be you you can't be a better anyone else who they are just be yourself what does god have for you and i think that's the million dollar question yeah. what is your calling what is your purpose so tell us how do we exactly. find this how do we find this for ourselves? I mean, you know, I think somewhere inside, you know, it's time of prayer and it's time that you, you spend with God, you know. But I think like first you need to make step, step of faith, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like for me it would be like, let's say register a company or take client or take classes, you know, for a business. For someone, it's like you need to get trained in your vocal cords. You need to have the right producer. You need to be able to, in other terms, you need to be able to invest time in yourself because it's like he has given you talents, but you need to put them forward. And yeah, I think it's in this term, if we see more striving, thriving for excellence, I think it would be so much so different. And I think I don't fully know what my destiny is. But I know that I have on my heart this right now. So that's what I do. And that's the start. Start from there. Yeah. Make a step. That's really, I, you know, and just really put, you have this message, you know, and, and I think just one person, I like even one to me, it's like not enough, but they're just going to see, I'm just going to move forward to do everything for God and be like, God, no matter what it is, no matter how. Um, yeah, one parent like I wanted to make is like, at the beginning, we were letting other people choose, you know, what, what marketing services they could get. And the problem there is like, often when you do that, you compare. This has worked for this person. So I also want to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And as you were saying prior, this thing may not apply to you. So it's no longer, we no longer do that. So that's why we always pass through talking with someone first. So it goes back, what's your destiny? Time in prayer. Time to see God, God's will. And really like um, pray, like God, seek my heart. Am I, even if you want to, you say in your mouth, I want to see people saved, but back in the heart behind is like you want to see the hands high from you. That's super dangerous. Like, God, look at my heart and cleanse everything mm -hmm. that's not from you. Yeah. I want to touch a little bit on that as well, not taking away from everything that you said, but hopefully to add yeah. to it about my purpose and my what I feel my calling is. So I am a 26-year-old missionary living in Brazil. And I haven't felt more more fulfilled than I did when I worked in a drug and alcohol addiction center in 2019 as mm. a young, young man just recovered from my own addiction, helping other oh. men find freedom 
from their addiction. I haven't felt this amount of purpose, this amount of just satisfaction with the Lord Indeed. since that moment. And so do you know what I realized? My purpose, my calling is to go back and work in that ministry. And as soon as I finish up here in Brazil, that's exactly where I'm going because that's my Aww. purpose. And I'm so excited to be there and to go back there because now I understand Good. my purpose, right? Now I understand I'm called to bring the people in the darkness into the light. And yes, we're doing that here in Brazil. And I'm able to, to help a lot of people come to Jesus, but it's just that environment, which is where my purpose is. And so Aww. just to give that to people, God confirmed it so many times, so many times, so many times of what my purpose is. And so I'm confident now, 2023, what my purpose is. And so I hope that that encourages our audience today and you as well, Lydia, to find out what yeah. makes you the most satisfied with the Lord, you know, because God is doing good things here. And I can't say that I'm not satisfied. I am absolutely. But where am I the most fulfilled with the Lord? And it's there. That's it. Right. So yeah. not to take away from what you said there, but no, that, that's, that's, that that's so true. And I think it goes back to what I was saying with my testimony too, you know, that like this, on peace you know you can be safe but you haven't reached your destiny and you feel all, always a bit grumpy or you mm -hmm. can even mm -hmm. be a pastor and feel unfulfilled yeah. because it's not like the status but it's doing exactly i believe we all have a destiny and you know and it's fulfilling exactly what it is and it's not something that looks spiritual mm -hmm. and it's not something but it's the right thing and i agree with you you know it's like there's something so fulfilling so fulfilling it's like if the holy spirit inside it's kind of like you're in the right track mm -hmm. you know like yeah the wind inside that it's nothing can compare this and no matter where you are you know no matter how difficult it is you know because you know getting you know going backward you have supporters you know from your example you know you have supporters with your mission you have people that put and you're like i'm moving but we should all aim at that I'd be at the right place at the yeah. right time. Mm -hmm. And that's where the revolution starts. <laughs> that's it. So going back to Jesus Revolution Marketing, so a little bit yeah. about the practical steps of getting the word out there. So let's say you do have someone today who's listening who is an artist or who is a an independent author, something in this in this nature. How do they put their own word out there? If you could give any advice to this as an expert in this area. Uh, I mean, we have trainings on YouTube for, for free that they could always check, you know, because we understand also that there's a process and also when we say we can invest time. So that's something, you know, um, you can pray, but start with one platform, you know, and have to grow from there. You know, it's often it's like people are overwhelmed, you know, with how much it is and what to do. And after they pitch themselves a bit everywhere. And that's to me one of the trap because you get so much a bit there or there that nothing is really moving forward. Mm -hmm. There's a book that, you know, you also need to realize that it's, you can even see it as a ministry, as a business, or the, but it all comes to the same point. You need to have long-term goal. What am I trying to, to reach? Mm -hmm. What are the short-term goals for this year? And after what can I do today? And I would really advise to just write them on a sheet of paper or post it or whatever you prefer on your fridge and just read it every day because it's easy to get in the way of family on like, I don't know, so many different things and maybe fulfillment at church, which is good to serve at church, but 
Yeah. Am I making step today for what I'm called? And like, you have to be critical to yourself too. Is this helping me? Because, you know, like proverb tells us like only the fools are repeating the same thing and it's not functioning. And if after a while you're realizing it's not working, maybe it's time to outsource this to somebody else. And I'm saying this, it doesn't have to be marketing. It can be accounting. You know, it, it can be many things. It can be an agent. It can be like, but be wise and make the decision to move forward. Yeah. And how are you guys using technology to your advantage? I mean, also touching into the AI movement that's happening, you know, we can really use this to our advantage. And yeah, what are your thoughts on this, this area here? I think it's so like, it's really cool. One thing, uh, if you guys don't know, there's a movement called Faith Tech, which is a lot of people, Christian in tech that comes together and they have built things, uh, for instance, an AI that is a chat box at the bottom. And you can, you know, people can chat questions or about fate and answers. I think this is an amazing thing, for instance, for artists. They don't necessarily have the whole um, employees or people background to have it. But you have people right there. You can add the chat box to your website and still helps. There's so many things you can do that are out there like that, that can still, you can evangelize. I see it as, you know, Paul said, like in this, I'm, I, in this mm -hmm. uh, term, I'm like this and this, I'm like this and this being everything. We have technology. To me, it's so exciting. It's so exciting because now it's like so much more we can do. Yes, there are downside, but let's see the positive and let's mm -hmm. move forward with the positive with what we can do. Yeah, I've seen, I've heard people talk about the future of, of this AI and how we can really craft. Because let's say you are one of those artists who are on every single platform. You're posting the same content on all platforms, right? Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, but the the technology that AI gives us, we're able to curate our content to each platform. You know, we can right. spe specify to what the Facebook people want, what the TikTok people want, what the YouTube people want, what the yeah. Instagram people want, you know, and it just diversifies the content, I think, in that way. And I know this is something that's going to come later. It's not exactly where we are today, but it's coming, right? This type of innovation is happening. Yeah. I mean, you have like your photo, like AI photo generator, you know, mm -hmm. that it can be like for a poster for your music. You can be like faith, faith and rap because I'm in the position uh, myself my personal one that no matter what music genre whatever you could use everything for the glory of god mm -hmm. so i think if you feel like maybe condemned in one way or the other for things go forward and use everything you can for christ i think it's yeah it's going faster but now it's the time also that we decide as believer am i moving also faster to share and use it or am i sitting and getting scared from it because we always have a choice. I maybe sound super harsh. No, I don't really care. I, I'm with you on this one. I'm with you on this one. Yeah, a lot of people don't like this this movement. They are afraid, of course. There's, like you said, negative things of all pieces of technology that have been created. And, and most things, like cars are great, but if you have a crash, you can die, right? So there are yeah. positives and negatives to everything that we are using every single day. Water is good. Too much water is not good, right? So I mean, yeah. the balance, right? Using wisdom, using biblical wisdom, you know, relying on the Holy Spirit as well. So anything else that you want to share with us today about Jesus Revolution Marketing? 
Um, yeah, just one thing that came to my mind, you know, if you're in AI, I think it would be super interesting that you build technology for us. So just if anyone is listening. Um, yes. And just dissolution, uh, we're coming to Canada. So that's a big change. Uh, so I'm going back here. So people that are closer, there's also a regroupment movement that is putting artists together in the French side. So if you know anyone, uh, you can always reach out. I believe that the spiritual revolution, we should be together, you know, that in any way, that doesn't necessarily apply to marketing services. You can be in production and mixing. I think we should stand strong together because this unity is like a lack, mm -hmm. lack of unity. Like that's a really good thing that you get the point. So I would invite people to reach out to me if they have something, an idea, or they just have the same heart, you know, just come just come to me and let's move forward all together. Yeah. And can you tell our audience, how can we reach you? How can we find your site? Yeah, Social yeah. media as well. Revolution.ca. And you can, I'm super active on LinkedIn. Um, my name is right here. So Lydia Martel Code. So you can add me there and you can just drop me in a chat and that would be where we can start also from there. Lydia, can I have you please say that one more time from the top? Because the, the internet cut and I didn't hear the first part of what you said there. Yes, yes. So for the artist side, we have the website. So we have Jesus slash revolution dot ca uh and you want if you want more you want our services you have a corner you have a form that you can fill so just we get more information about you and we see from there if it could be a fit and if it's just on the other side you're more someone that wants to reach out or like have a partnership idea of a heart you can just reach out to me on linkedin perfect Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lydia. I had a, a great interview today. I really enjoyed this. I'm encouraged from our time here today together. Oh, and if you could just anything else, leave our audience with one overall point. What do you think that would be today? Be bold for Jesus. Be bold for Jesus. Lydia said it here. Yeah. All right. Great. I hope to have you back on the show because this has been fun and hopefully you can bring some more artists who can put the word out there for their yeah, godly for music sure. as well. And, you know, work together, as you said here. So the last thing I would like you to do today, Lydia, if you can end us with a prayer, that would be excellent. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Father God, Lord. I pray for everyone who is listening, Father. I pray, Father, for only what you said for them, Father, what is exactly their timing, Lord, that speaks to their heart, Father. I pray that we will all make step, Father, in the right direction to be closer to you, Lord. So Holy Spirit, Lord, guide us for those steps, those new new steps of faith that we need to take, Father. And thank you, Lord, that you unite the right people together, Father. And Lord, you, you close the right doors and you open the right one when we're ready, Lord. We praise you. And we love you, God, and we pray for more of you. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Amen. I forgot one thing, uh, if I can. At the beginning, we talk of people, you know, they realize they cannot, um, you know, if they have not accepted Jesus fully and everything. So just if that's you, we have on our website, or maybe you have as well, get to know Jesus. So it's as simple as inviting him into his heart and asking for more you know, repenting, changing our ways. That's why the our logos is two different arrows. So if that was you, let us know if you accepted Christ. Amazing. Thank you so much, Lydia. Thank, Thank you, you Dallas. So
You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.